podcast from the Arsenal. Welcome back, everyone, to Blast from the Arsenal podcast. Now, we might sound a little bit different this week, and that is because we are socially distancing via Skype. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're doing this a little bit different, and I'll tell you why we're doing that in just a moment. I'm Angelo, your host, and with me as ever is... Manuel Lanzini. Manuel Lanzini. Love that um, guy. Sorry, I mean, diddly. It's diddly. Uh, one of the same. Both heroes now, aren't you? So yes. It's, it's all good. Um, now, for whatever wow. reason, you are... Wow. Wow, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Now, if for whatever reason you are not following us on social media, make sure uh, you follow us on Twitter and Instagram using the handle... Diddly, what handle can I find? They can find us on at Blast Arsenal Pod. You can Twitter and Instagram and uh, do search for Blast from the Arsenal on YouTube um, uh, where you'll find maybe this video because we're recording on Skype tonight. And if not this one, then plenty of others. Um, so that's the mystery. Right. Let's let's get straight down to why we're recording on Skype tonight and we'll keep it brief. Um, my wife was around some people that have tested positive for COVID and we thought, you know what, we'll play it safe. So she's gone to get a COVID test and she'll get her results in two days. But, you know, I don't want to spread any potential contamination. So Diddley and I are doing this, you know, over Skype. If anything, we're, we're, we're in the 21st century now, aren't we? Because doing it the old school way is how we do it. But we priority, so. Yeah, I mean, it works for us. We get to catch up, have a beer together. Um, that's how we like to do it, face that's to how, face. That's how we and roll. probably how we, we'll keep doing it. Um, but yeah, when when the time needs, we'll, we'll uh, certainly do something like this if it goes okay. Yeah, exactly. If not, we will be getting back together, hopefully as of next week, when everything comes back all clear. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Indeed, indeed. We've got loads to get through uh, on this week's episode because we've obviously just had the, the match against... Um, uh, who did we just play at the weekend? I'm losing oh, Man City. City. Yeah, against Man City, and we've got Rapid Vienna midweek, and then it's off to the Premier League again against Leicester. So uh, plenty to get through. Um, but Diddley, you wanted to start off with something a bit different. Yeah, I mean the transfer window's sort of shut now. Um, all the players have left that you know can leave. So I was just here, uh, curious as to what you felt about some of the players that have left this summer and in the recent past as well and how long does it take you to unfollow uh, one of them on Instagram <laughs> because for me you know Matteo Guendouzi was uh, pretty sharpish but uh, you know like I still follow Jack Wilshire because yeah yeah it's Jack isn't it yeah indeed I think it very much depends on um I guess two things one how they've endeared themselves to the club and the fans uh and how they have left as well yeah do you know what i mean so like for example i'm gonna use this one matthew flamini you know right. he wasn't he wasn't the best player was he let's be honest he did no. a job but he, he definitely wasn't you know the best player he was he was doing what he, he could with what he had yeah uh and when he left he left what on free to go to Crystal Palace. AC Milan. That oh, was AC Milan, was it? Oh, well, the first time. Yeah. First time. Second time. Was Palace, I think. He was, yeah, I think it was released and then went to Palace. But either way, I still follow him because I've got no right, issues okay. with the way he left. Um, but as you say, maybe a, a Gwendouzi where it's a bit of a 
I'm not, I was never really that bothered yeah. about him in the first place. I liked his, his fighting spirit, but it was his fighting spirit that kind of got him in trouble a lot of the time too. Mm. Um, that said, he is still technically our player. He is, yeah, but uh, he's <laughs> dead to me now. <laughs> That's it. Is that because you can see in 12 months' time he'll just be leaving anyway? Or? Uh, it's, it's like, you know, Arteta said, if, if he has to convince someone to be here and to do the things that he needs to do... Um, he doesn't deserve to be here and he's not shown that, that he yeah. really wants to be here because if he did, that he loved the club, then he'd do those things and there's yeah. a lot of players that, that would. So, yeah, see you later, Alligator. Ciao, ciao. Mm-hmm. I, I think as soon as we are, uh, maybe not even linked, but as soon as we sign the player, I will follow them on, on Instagram and Twitter straight away because... Yeah, sometimes before. Yeah, well, yeah, depending on who it is, yeah, I mean... You know, when it's a dead cert that you're going to get these players, like our, for example, <laughs> start following them. Right, yeah. Mm. Um, and then when you... you I'm you still know. waiting for Nvia to sign. For Nvia? Yeah. <laughs> January, I think, yeah. It's been a few years now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I tend to follow them straight away, but but as I say, as soon as they've left, especially the likes of, you know, an Adibayor and Nazari. <laughs> yeah, I still follow Sesk. Even though he right, left yeah. in, you know, strange circumstances. And I even still follow RVP. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're brave admitting <laughs> that. Um, we might have to do this via Skype a bit more often. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. My hate towards him is not as great as it as it once was. And I think that's because two things. One, he left and he actually won something that we couldn't give him. He wasn't winning the Prem with us. Uh, and and two, his interview, you know, since he's retired, he's actually explained a bit more about the circumstances of his departure. So um, it's it softens the blow a little bit. But um, yeah, they're, they're, those two are probably the only two rats that have left. Time, but... time is a great healer. It is. is that what you're saying? It is. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Mm. And you know, if I had a bio, if uh, Aubameyang had left in the summer, I'd have stopped following him. And yeah. When he retired, maybe consider it depending on where he went. Um, so yeah, there we go. Right. You any more thoughts on that? No, I mean, uh, not enough players have left for my liking. So <laughs> what this summer, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll have to wait a bit longer. Yeah. But um I was, I'm pretty sure I unfollowed Socrates just because he's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There are some players. I'll tell you who, who came up the other day, actually. I noticed uh, Lauren Koscielny came up on my Instagram feed the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I even still follow you. Yeah, you bye. Know. So, yeah, I, I need to unfollow him, really. Not, yeah. not a lot going on there. Like I said, I don't think he'd actually notice or give a shit whether I followed him or well, not. Well, this is it, yeah. If, if yeah. at any point like anyone ever thinks that, that they might, oh, no, they might notice, they won't. Yeah, they know. They don't care. I'm telling you now, they don't care. No. So there we go. Right. Let's get straight into the thicker things and talk about the weekend game. Um, there's been a lot of reaction on social media about this. A lot of people sort of saying, you know what? We only lost 1-0, which isn't too bad because in recent years we've been smashed 3-4-5-0. Well, maybe not 5-0, but, you know, we, we've been uh, on the on the receiving end of a heavy, de- a heavy defeat. Um and so losing one nil is is progress to some degree, and then there's the other scale of it where people are Arteta out, we lost, 
Right. Okay. Mate. Right. Okay. Have a day yeah. off. So I just um, just wondered what your 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 thoughts on the game were. Uh, overall, yeah, like you, you know, I've, it was one 0 It was a little bit okay. Uh, I felt Arteta's tactics maybe didn't work for him playing uh, Willian as a false nine kind of role. You know, sort of a inverted forward. Didn't really. I don't. I didn't see how he could do any better than, um, say, Lacazette, really, in that position, um, from what he's been doing. It certainly we had some chance. We had some chances, didn't we? Mm. Uh, and I felt that maybe we were a bit unlucky to not get away with a point. And like you say, considering some of the sort of beatings we've had there, uh, I mean, it was never going to be, you know, this a good victory uh, we were maybe some people were hoping for a thomas party party do you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah and it could easily have turned into a bukkake party but it didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah if you're not sure what that is <laughs> google it if you out um, um yeah i think i think there's a lot of optimism going into the game because kevin de bruyne yeah. was ruled out yeah, um, but people but, seem to forget the squad depth that yeah. City have. Yeah, they they just happen to bring a Aguero back in. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they still had Sterling that was a nuisance most of the game. You know, they had plenty of decent players. So maybe we were getting slightly ahead of ourselves, having beaten them previously in the FA Cup semi. Um, and, you know, the other teams that we've beaten in, in recent months. What's the matter? Are you still there, Diddley, or are you having a technical glitch? Yeah, I can't hear you, mate, really. <laughs> you, you're uh, breaking up. Brilliant. Uh, can you hear yourself? Um, well, yeah, because I'm in the room with myself, but I can, I can hear right, you. Okay. Can, can you hear me? I mean, we're having this conversation, so I'm guessing... I, yeah, I can hear you a bit better now. Okay, good. Well, it'll be interesting to see what this sounds like when, <laughs> once, we've got it, um, once we've got it edited. See, this is why we don't do it this way. This is why we get together. We, we're normal, normally, we're professional and we do it in one take. There's no edits. Bash it out. Done. But, yeah, we'll see. We might have to cut that bit out. Say again. Um, <laughs> top banter. Um, what did you think of the lineup initially? Because as you say, William was in there as a as a false nine, but really looking at the team on paper, you'd probably suspect he was going to play left and Orba down the middle. I, I did, yeah. I did. Um, no surprises really, other than maybe Rob Holden starting over David Lewis. Yeah. He was supposed to supposed anyway, but got injured start. in the warm up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I thought Luis did okay. I thought he had an all right game. Gabriel looked solid again yeah. for the most part, but yeah. didn't you think? Yeah, I'd like to clone him. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Two mm. of him at the back would be uh would be very good. Uh I thought first twenty minutes we handled ourselves quite well. Uh the pressing was good. It was high. We looked up for it. And then just as we were sort of 
looking all right. They uh, give us a bit of a sucker punch. Mm. Yeah. Do you, 23 uh, minutes in, wasn't it, I think? Mara's yeah. through to Aguero, um, who we then put it on to Foden. He shoots at Leno. And we've said this before, Leno doesn't he's not the best at holding the ball is he he's definitely a parrier and he parried the ball right into the path of um into sterling yeah. i'm not sure yeah. there's necessarily anything more he could have done with that but no think, uh, it's quite close range maybe yeah. better and dived in a little bit yes to yeah. do sharpish bit eager yeah um and also he I'm did not... he did that later on in the game as well did you see it he went to the shops Yes, he got sent back in, yeah. Yeah, he did. He was lucky. Um, someone else was covered for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I did make a note with that um, with that Sterling goal that uh, a minute earlier, um, David Luiz had sort of gone on a bit of a, a run and a, a, a flurry into uh, almost midfield and beyond midfield, uh, the halfway mm. line, if I'm not mistaken, which obviously left a bit of a hole at the back for him. Um, he did get back in time, but it's almost like it's those situations where I wonder if that's why Arteta had chosen someone like a Rob Holding. You know, we've said before, Rob Holding yeah. is not necessarily the best passer of the ball, but he's he does what he does and he does it pretty well. So, um, yeah, he doesn't tend to maraud forward, does he? Like no, that? no, it was uh, it, it was rather random. So yeah, we went we went one nil down. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not really one to point a finger at referees for the most part, but uh, I don't know. I thought he let them get away with a few snidey little tackles, yeah, a few late challenges. Yeah, uh, maybe Mares could have got a yellow quite early on. Yeah, they were getting away with it. Same they were, way. and you know what? There's one, there's one indiscretion that uh, players always do, and now they get away with it. Whereas previously they would never have done it. And it's they fouled a player. Uh, they hold on to the ball to take it away from the other team restarting it, and then they throw the ball away so that the other team have to go and get it. Do, do you notice that? No, but I didn't notice that. All the time. I mean, every team does it now. It's not just City. We do it a lot. Other teams do it a lot. But it really pisses me off because it's, you know, let's be honest, it's cheating to some degree, isn't it? It's slowing down the game. It's it's tactical. But another yeah. thing I noticed a lot of at the at the weekend game. So, yeah. Frustrating. There's something maybe we need to start doing a little bit more of. Yeah. Yeah. Being, um, uh, being nasty. Just going back to the lineup, were you expecting party to start? Um, my heart was saying yes, but my head was saying he's had like an hour and a half of training or, or a session and a half of training rather. So was he really just going to get thrown in at the deep end against City? Probably, you know, hasn't had the time to understand the sort of way that Arteta would want him to. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw part of an interview today that suggested that Arteta was going to ease him in. So right, I'm not okay. not particularly expecting him to play at the weekend either. I I think he might play. Uh, well, we'll get into that later. But on Thursday, mm. yeah, 
Any other key moments in the game that stood out for you? Uh, first half, uh, we had a couple of chances. I thought Saka was brilliant for the yeah. whole match, really. He was fantastic. Um, he he uh, sort of burst in through on goal, didn't he? I think there's a bit of a link up here in Tierney. Um, down that side, yeah. they, they do work well together. And I, that's why I kind of like Tierney at a left back more than a centre-back. Yeah, and you notice with KT, the... Um... KT, is he? Oh, that's how he is to me. We're bros. We hang right. out my Tesco's all the time. Um, <laughs> when he was younger, he used to ask me to go in and get him fags and booze. <laughs> and buck fast. And me. I know he's got more of a Scottish accent, hasn't he? Um, I, I, I notice how much more of an attacking threat we have with, with KT. Yeah. Um, I feel conscious saying it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, so I'm joking. I'm joking. We're bros. Me and KT. Um, I, I noticed the attacking threat that he offers. He definitely has... Um, he's more of an attacking outlet. You know, and he takes the ball forward and, and actually delivers and, you know, links up much better, but delivers a final ball a thousand times better than uh, Kalasinac does. You know, that's that's yeah. where we really noticed that he's, he's not in. And um, maybe I need to speak to Arsenal, actually, because they managed to get... Uh, Katie's negative test overturned so that he could play for, mm-hmm. for Arsenal at the weekend. Maybe that's what I need to do. We will speak to them and say, look, can, can me and Diddley podcast together again in the same room? Yeah, I don't We'll get on to it. We'll get on to it. Yeah, anyway, yeah, he burst through and uh, he got his foot behind it, then he smashed it. Um, it was a good save, really, by Edison, mm. tipping it over. Yeah. Um we had and then we had a couple of other chances. I think Abamian got in, there's a little touch and he looked like he was offside at first. Um but had he you know put that away, I think yeah, VAR really... would have uh, given that as a I goal. It. Yeah. So I mean I, I can't really blame him for missing. I think if it was Lacazette, he probably would have got a lot of hate. Mm. But, uh, but not this, from me. But, no, um, and not from no. me. Although this it, people it was have, just a good save for me. He, he came out quite quickly and smothered it. Yeah, people have been quite quick to point out that this is now four games in a row. Bamyang's not scored. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember, and God, this is not the same by any means. Before everyone jumps on it, but I remember, um, was it Theo Walcott before he signed one of his big contracts? And everyone was sign the ting, sign the ting. He was banging them in for fun. And then as soon as he got his contract, he'd stop scoring. Um, Maybe yeah. there is something in it, you know. I mean, you sort of, you lose that sort of incentive. That Maybe a little bit, I don't know. In the back yeah. of it, it could just be a coincidence. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think, um, you know, for, for me, I don't, I don't like it when he plays on the left. He is such a he's such a crucial finisher. He's such a good finisher. And whilst he can drift from left into the middle and take a shot, I still think he's better down the middle personally. But mm. you know, no, you I agree. Time will I tell. just feel with the opposition being City, I just felt that you know, maybe Maybe Lacazette would have played and Aubameyang on the left. Mm. Um, City were quite clever, if you notice, though. They had Carl Walker playing as a, one of the centre-backs, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Which was to 
compensate, I guess, and, and to double up on Aubameyang for pace. Because they, they yeah. actually noticed in that uh, semi-final game against them where Kieran did hit it over the top and Aubameyang, you know, ran through, yeah. used his pace and scored. Yeah, it wasn't really an option, was it? No, because every no, time no. it did, they were too quick for us. And the problem yeah. is, I did feel we kind of didn't have a plan B, though. Um, no. If, you know, I think William was selected and maybe... I don't know, maybe Pep set up thinking, yeah, Alba down the middle, Willian left and Pepe right. Um, maybe that was a double bluff by us, you know. That's what we're putting on paper, but we're, mm. we're not doing that. So, I don't know, but either way, it didn't, it didn't work for us and obviously that meant it worked much better for them. Um, yeah, and I thought maybe at half-time he would have changed things, but he didn't, did he? He stuck with it for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, Arteta, like any young person in their field, he is learning mm. as good as he is and potentially could be. He's he's learning on the job. It's his yeah. first, first job and he's going to make mistakes. He's going to get tactics wrong and formations wrong and subs, substitutions wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, that's yeah. that's that's the name of the game. I guess the problem is it's not like twenty years ago where you were given time to make those mistakes and learn on the job. There's such a yeah. pressure, if not from the club, certainly from the fans, to get it right straight away. Um, but one stat I did see about Arteta: he's played nineteen point four percent of his games as Arsenal manager against Liverpool and Man City. Yeah. Alone, just you know, that's that's mental. And of the seven games. He's won four, including penalties, and lost three. So he's got 57% win rate against right. those two clubs. Yeah. That's not shabby, is it? <clears throat> no. It's def- there's definitely improvement there against the bigger clubs. Although, statistically, we are still quite bad against the top six away from home. Yeah. Um, hopefully, when we get one, we'll start getting two, three, and that will sort of disappear and the players will sort of believe that they can get these results. Mm. I'm confident we'll get it this season. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, against, I don't know, Man United. But this is just, is this just the league? Is that the league or? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. So what was yeah. the stat? There was a stat that was put up on, on the screen, wasn't there, of the game? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think you did share with me, but I can't. I did, yeah. I seem to find we're, it. We're, we're 16th in the table of uh, away points gained since yeah. 2015, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. Very good memory there. With uh, zero wins. Mm. Out of 28 games yeah. and 10 points, so uh, 10 draws. I mean, when you say it out loud, it's kind of disgusting really it it? is and when you look at the teams above us with respect to them you've got crystal palace in third um west ham all the small teams tottenham are there with 20 points (laughs) yeah (laughs) um leicester wolves you know so we we do need to change things and i think in a in a previous era i.e under wenger because that's when this started clearly um i think we went into that mindset of being like oh we're up against one of the big teams we're never going to win. Oh, well, you lost it mentally before you'd even started. Yeah, Wenger didn't have a plan B, did he? That's, nah. That was the big issue. We'd go away from home against these big 
bigger clubs. Yeah. yeah. And play the same way we would play against um, Fulham at home. Yeah. Cool. So we'll go back to what we said from the off. We only lost 1-0 compared to previous seasons where we've been, you know, handed our ass on our plates. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, who is it? It was uh, a message from Senzai, who's at OTT Senzai on uh, on Twitter, and he said the commentators were saying yesterday, uh, this must be said on Sunday, that since Boxing Day, Arsenal have conceded less than Liverpool. So Arsenal have been the best defensive team for a while now. Right. Okay. Um, which I don't know if everyone's kind of just forgotten about that or or let it just go by the wayside because we're so used to being crap in defence that it's not yeah. even something we look out for but I was surprised by that and then I realised actually this season Arsenal have the second best defensive record so far behind uh, Emmy Martinez at, at uh, Aston Villa <laughs> Right uh, Well yeah, seeing as we've played City and Liverpool that's quite a decent start I suppose. I think so I really yeah. do think so um, Back to the game I yeah. guess uh, talking points was just last sort of minute in the first half. Mm. was that high boot by um, Kyle Walker on Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. And VAR didn't even look at it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it is a penalty or whether it's a dangerous play is just you get an indirect free kick. Is that right? But either way, something looked should have been given for that for me yeah yeah and at the very least it should even have been looked at by var this is what i can't yeah. understand i feel like we've been no, on the receiving no. end of a few of those in recent weeks actually where there's been an incident and they've not even checked it and you think i mean how's that some of the penalties that are being given i mean man united even this weekend i thought no i'm not sure about that but they seem to get them every week. We, yeah. we can't buy. We can't buy one. No, I know. No, but then we don't create enough chances to get in the box to, to, yeah, to, to get true. one. Um, so yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, any other any other key points on that game? Well, uh, not really. Second half again. It was for me towards the end of it. We didn't really show enough willingness, much desire to maybe throw the kitchen sink at it and see if we could get a point out of it. We just kind of kept going through the motions. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of things that wound me up, uh, which I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, wow. The free kicks. As in our free kicks? Yeah. Yeah. As in... At with what all point does David Luiz players, stop taking them? <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. Why, why is he got a shout in taking three kicks i think at chelsea he he banged two in maybe right yeah he's not got a great record i don't think no and he the way he hits him as well it's a strange old technique that's just doesn't seem to work for him maybe it does in training and that's how he gets uh gets in there but i don't know when you've got pepe willian abamian Sabios even probably could take a decent free kick. You just think Shaka as well. He's he he can strike a ball. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't understand. I've never understood why you would let a defender 
take a free kick or a penalty when you're a forward. Yeah. It wouldn't happen on my watch. I'd be kicking <laughs> off. Get out. Yeah. Um, uh, unless you're Roberto Carlos. Yeah, but I don't think his record was particularly fantastic, was it? Uh, I don't he know. Used to, used to, you know, give him I a I wouldn't back, argue with but, it. Yeah. Um, so who would be your um, free kick taker of choice? Uh, depending on what side. I, I'd have to say Aubameyang and Pepe, I would have. Yeah. I mean, Williams as well. He's yeah. quite good on that side, uh, like the left side of the 18-yard, I would have thought. Yeah. So. Just not David Luiz. And I don't think you were alone in saying that, you know, looking at social media. And I think plenty of people right. were saying, uh, didn't he score one wonder free kick? And all of a sudden he thinks he's, you know, mm-hmm. I think somebody said Roberto Carlos, funnily enough. But right. we'll say Beckham. He was good at free kicks. Um, so that was one thing that you want to get off your chest. Any others? No, that's it. Partly no. came on, uh, but maybe didn't have enough time to really make an impact in mm. the game. Uh, nice to see him come on. And now, hopefully... Now, on party, somebody told yeah. me today he was a banker for a bet. And I was like, all right, what's that? He said, in La Liga last year, he got 17 yellow cards. Right. Um, so he was like a sure thing to get a yellow card. And after nine minutes of coming on, yeah, he, he got, got booked, card. didn't he? And I didn't think that was a yellow card either. Yeah, well, you've already complained about the rest, but yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, so that's that. We have had a few questions about the game or comments. Or yeah, go, go so through. Should we run through some of those? Yeah, definitely. All right, let's uh, let's have a look at what we've got here. Um, uh, okay, so Gary Nichols at Gary Nichols nine four five on Twitter. Hello, my friend. He says, "What impacts did international football have on our performance?" Um, I guess you don't get much preparation time, do you? What did we have? Three days. I think Thomas Party trained once. Yeah, um, which isn't ideal, really, when you've got such a big game coming up, but. You have to say it's the same for everyone. That's yeah, I guess so. I mean, looking at the first eleven that started, though, maybe not for Burnley, but for the rest of the Premier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you look at ours, we had Leno that was obviously with Germany. Yeah. Bellerin wasn't with Spain, as far as I know. No. Uh, Holding obviously so. wasn't with England. But he was replaced <laughs> by David Luiz. Did Brazil play any international football? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did he play? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. No. Gabriel, I don't think he's actually a full international no, yet in Brazil not, anyway. No. Tierney obviously didn't play because no. uh, of, of his situation. Saka, yes. Xhaka, yes. Ceballos, yes. William, not sure. Aubameyang, I don't think, was away, was he? No, I don't. Not sure. Don't and Pepe, not Part, sure. So party played, whole, I think. Yeah, on the whole, I, I wouldn't say it was necessarily a massive hindrance for us. Uh, and if anything... Man City have probably got more internationals than we have. So Yeah. I, I think what I didn't like was the timing of the international game. Because we're on a nice little run, you find your yeah. group. That's what frustrated us. Mm. Um, so there we go. Next one is from uh, at Darren underscore Dupree. Formerly known, or bestly known as DD. Uh, he says, how long do we stick with the Xhaka-Sabayos partnership? And who and how can we make central midfield better? It's killing us. 
What's Sorry, you broke off again then. What was Did the I? Let's go yeah. again. <laughs> it was how long do we stick with Xhaka, Ceballos' right. partnership, mm. and who and how can we make central midfield better? It's killing us. Uh, just having a... With the signing of Thomas Party, I think, going to a back four, having the extra money in midfield uh, will certainly work for us a bit better, I think. I'm not sure we'll see Shaka and Ceballos play in a three. No. So who's your... Um, we spoke about this last week briefly. And from yeah. Our, your two, Xhaka and Party. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's either Xhaka and Party and Saka. Okay, yeah. At the minute. Um, yeah. Saka looks undroppable. He's our most creative player. He is. He is. Uh, I uh, feel for him a bit, having all that pressure on him and having to play. Hopefully he doesn't get burnt out. But Yeah, I think when you're that age, it's like you just want to play every game, don't you? I mean, I know you do any age, yeah. unless you're Mesut Ozil and you've got a bad back or something every two minutes, but we won't, we won't talk about that. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I don't know, we'll see. We definitely need some attacking uh I don't know, creativity. And, yeah. Um, Unless he intends on playing Ceballos further forward. Yeah, which is uh, what I think he, he could do, but whether he, he could do. will he do. He does play a bit further forward for Spain, mm. I've noticed. But, yeah, just otherwise, I think you've got too many... There are different types of players, but the area of the pitch that they sort of operate in is quite similar, and I think I can't see all three of them playing. Yeah, that's why I think Saka might be one of them that that plays instead. As in what role was a like, like a, a um, centre mid or yeah yeah like a left centre mid and from time to time Pressure. he drops moves over to the wing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Matt Owen, who is at Pattest Matt seventy. That wasn't a stutter. That's what it says. Uh, he said we didn't get our asses handed to us, which is nice. But we needed an out and oh, I've read that wrong. Sorry, but we needed an out ball, and too often there wasn't one. Uh, Lacker would have maybe given us that hold up play from the start. Thoughts yeah, on that? well, I think we covered that, didn't we? we were, I was a bit surprised that the uh, William role and yeah, Lacker probably should have started or or in care. Yeah, I just think yeah. you know if you're not going to play over through the middle, you've got to play one of those two. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying this about Matt, uh, who's just sent us the question, but it's amazing how many people... Twitter is very, very reactionary. It's almost mm. comical, but it's, it's it was interesting how many people complain when Lacazette starts. You know, he might miss one chance and everyone loses their shit, um, but people don't appreciate almost what he brings to the team until he's out of the team. Yeah. And as much as I love Nketiah, I think there's nothing better in our team in, in attacking play, at holding the ball up and bringing others into play. Mm. You know, the ball does stick to him well. He's a very strong guy, isn't he? You know, so um, I, I think we were going to City with the thought process of let's be tight at the back, let's have a defensive block and let's hit him on the counter. And I think if you're playing counter-attacking football, you can't have hold-up man, really, because it's all about pace and that isn't Lacker's game, is it? No. Um, so yeah, thanks for that, Matt. Thank uh, you. 
And I think we've got one more on the game, which was from boy underscore Hazel on Instagram. Not Twitter. A bit of a change there. He says, uh, what's Arteta's problem? Why he didn't start with Lacquer and Party? I guess, I mean, we kind of covered that. I'm guessing Party hadn't been at the party for long enough. And Lacazette, you know, I guess he didn't fit the tactical plan that we were going for. Yeah, it would have been a bit unfair, I think, to throw party in straight away after training yeah. maybe once so uh, we're going to see plenty of him we are indeed okay you happy with all of that yeah should we move on to the lots and lots of other stuff yeah yeah Let's actually just one last thing who was sure. your man of the match i think i know who it was but who was your man of the match for that uh, saka I, I think for me yeah um always looked dangerous and yeah Took the initiative. Puts yeah, I'm the shift. same. I thought he, he was. Puts a shift in as well. He does. I thought he was brilliant. He's, do you know what I love about him? He's brave. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. He'll take a player on and he'll he'll try and make something happen. So um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, let's look ahead to um, our first Europa League game on Thursday, which is away to Rapid Vienna in Austria. Um, obviously, we've got no Ozil, Socrates, or Saliba because neither of them made the Europa League squad that Arsenal submitted. So um, I'm guessing this is going to be fringe players and youngsters, but who do you, who can you see making the, the team that didn't make it from you know the first eleven on Saturday, for example? Uh, I do think Party could start because it's not like he's not match fit uh, with a lower level of opposition. I mean they're not pushovers I think they're probably the strongest other side in the group best team um, in Austria I've ever seen right okay uh, so I think uh, yeah he could get a run out I think maybe Reese Nelson yep. as well and possibly Joe Willock as well I don't know how much he's going to want to change it I, w- I would have thought that um, he'd quite like to win the group as quickly as possible mm-hmm can you, you see our new goalkeeper making a, no. a start? You can't. No. You, is Can... that because you don't think you trust him, or is that because um... he, well, he said that Leno is the number one? Uh, there's no cup keeper, and I think Leno will just keep playing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Darren underscore Dupree, who who messaged us before, he actually messaged us about this game and said, I'm actually excited for Thursday's match because we'll get to see some different players. Mm. Anyone in particular you lads look forward to seeing play? For me, it's the goalkeeper. You said you don't think he'll play. I don't. I don't, no. He may well surprise me and stick him in, but I don't don't see it. For me, I think what this game will tell us is – uh, his intention for the how serious he's taking it yeah 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 um and i i wonder whether the likes of el nenny who did start what two two games three games mm. uh was it the charity shield and then maybe the first game of the season against fulham and possibly one other i forget who west ham was it maybe um i think he might play i think it's set up for the likes of cedric suarez to play right back, right. Kalasinac to play left back. You see, uh, Cedric played for the under twenty threes on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, he mm. wasn't great though, was he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, what a signing! 
Yeah, yeah, free. So look, if he if he can play these games and give Hector a rest, I'm all for it. It's either um, that or it's Ainsley. Ainsley, yeah, yeah. Ainsley could play on the left though, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, true. And, and again, this is what I mean. I think this will tell us his thought process on a how serious he wants to be with this competition, but also who's not likely to get much playing time between now and January. So if we don't see Kalasinac play, does that kind of signal a definite you're not coming back to play for us scenario? Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, he could well play because of the injury to Rob Holden. Might yeah. force him to play three at the back, maybe. I'd, I'd like to move away from it, to be honest, in, in every game. I don't see the point. Yeah, we've got obviously you know fifty-one centre backs, and uh, Callum Chambers is back from injury now. Right. Too early a, did we have a question about Callum Chambers? Uh, we did actually. Very good. Very good. What I remember seamlessly. seeing one seamlessly. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, just gone. Well, I was going to say it's from his teammate El Nenny because uh, this is El Nenny is the goat uh, who on Twitter is at El Nenny Esther. Um, <laughs> A bit of Iniesta love there. He says, what do you guys think of Callum Chambers and what his future is at Arsenal? So, Diddley, what do you think of Callum Chambers and what do you think his future is at Arsenal? Uh, he's a nice guy, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think he's got one, a future yeah. at Arsenal, no. No. Okay. Well, that was it, short. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, he's been unfortunate with a few injuries here and there and never really had a full, long run in the side, has he? No. He's never really looked like pushing on. Is he any better than when we first signed him? And it was quite a while ago now. Mm. I don't think he is. I'd say he's probably regressed, if anything. You know, yeah. he was young and hungry and, and I'm sure he's all those things now, especially haven't been injured for so long and so many times. But um, I'm the same. I think he's been so close to leaving so many times, whether that be on loan or permanently. I, I think it's inevitable that either this January or in the summer, I think he'll be moved on. Yeah. Um, whether he could play during this game, I'm not sure if it's too early for him. Um and also, is it going to, you know, is he going to be a bit of a Rob Holding situation where it looks like he was definitely on his way out, but then he saw something in him and decided to to play him? I wonder whether we might play him in some of these games to get his value up. I mean, possibly. Look, if we win the group early on, um, and he needs some games, and we want to rest some players, I mean, we, he probably will play. I'm sure he's yeah. professional enough to put a performance in and. You know, he'll, he'll want to earn himself a move somewhere else if he knows he's not going to get a game. Yeah, I think some... I mean, he's only young still. I don't know how old he is, but probably not even 26, 25, 26. Um, you know, I, I wonder, do players get to a, a period in, in their career where they think, you know what? I'm not going to make it here. I do need to move on. Um, it's time. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's the situation with him, I guess. Um, any other players that you can see playing? Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe? Uh, actually, he is one that I would like to see play because it's been a while since I've seen him play and I've always liked what I've seen yeah. from him. Yeah. I don't know about you. 
Yeah, yeah same. I'm always yeah. really excited. He, was it? Mm. It probably wasn't last season. It may have been the season before, but there was the mid-season um, international tour wherever we've we've gone, and he had a blinding pre-season. Um, I think he scored a a wonder goal. It might have been when we went to Malaysia, not us, but the Arsenal squad. And yeah. um, I'm sure he scored a blind, and everyone was like, "Well, wow, this guy's the this kid's like the real deal." And I don't know if you've done that. I've done that before with players where they've had amazing pre-seasons and then you think, right, I'm going to see loads of them and you don't actually see anything of them. Yeah. You know, there was that amazing kid that's won more than Harry Kane, Yaya Sonogo, Arsenal legend. He scored four goals yeah. against Benfica in the Emirates Cup and I thought, this guy's a goal poacher. Yeah. Nothing. We got him from, like, for nothing. And yeah. He, 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 he wasn't the most technically gifted, but... Yeah, he had something about him. He, he, you know, he just, he just didn't kick on, did he? he just... No, but hey, he scored more goals than Harry Kane in the Emirates Cup. So, yeah, he has, yeah. And he's actually won an FA Cup, I think. He's got an FA Cup to his name. Yeah, good for him. So, uh, yeah, happy days. No, Emma Smith-Rowe, though, going back to him, definitely keen to see what he can do. And who knows, he might be the creative player that we've got that we know could do something, and it's just time for him to prove mm-hmm. himself. You know, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, that's about it. I mean, if the keeper does play, I'd, it'd be interesting to see, but I don't think he will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to do a quick prediction on that game? I mean, bear in mind we don't know who the hell might play, but I'm confident yeah. whoever, whatever team we put out will will win. I'm gonna go two nil. Yeah. Win. Yeah. I think you. I, I think I'm gonna go two nil as well, actually. Okay. Um, two one if the new goalkeeper plays. <laughs> oh dear! Right, so if we're playing on Thursday, that can only mean one thing: we're playing on Sunday. Sunday, and right. we are playing on Sunday, aren't we? Uh, against Leicester. Uh, let's have a quick look. This one is at home. I mean, Sunday, seven fifteen p.m. What is that about? Yeah. Sky Sports box office. If you want to spend fourteen ninety five to oh, watch the really? game, yeah, or you know, I'll leave you to your own devices to find another way of watching it. Nothing to do with us. Um, per- you could purchase a drone for cheaper than that, couldn't you? What and just fly just over fly over the Emirates? Yeah, that's that's true. Hey, look, if we get all our listeners to chip in, <laughs> you know, yeah. we could stream it ourselves. Um, so Arsenal Leicester, we obviously beat them in the Carabao Cup earlier this season. Um, thoughts on Leicester? I think they've done really well under Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, they're a bit chalk and cheese though. They are. They're a bit hit and miss. They're a bit Paul and Barry chuckle. You just don't know what one you're going to get, do you? Well, definitely not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. All right, um, Leicester um, are. Leicester, are, uh, they're in fourth, so just ahead of us on goal difference. Um, nine points, three wins from their five, lost two, uh, goal difference of four. We've got a goal difference of two. They're going to be up and around yeah, fourth, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're a tricky side on their day. Um, Vardy causes problems, but you know they've beat, beaten Man City 5-2, I think it was, and then yeah. they've lost to West Ham and they've lost to... Aston Villa, I think, at the weekend. Yes, yeah, that's right. So, you know, they're not perfect, are they, by any means? They're definitely no. beat, beatable. Um, 
Yeah, they are definitely beatable, absolutely. I guess that just goes to show the craziness of the Premier League this season, that they can yeah. absolutely annihilate one of the best teams in the league and then lose to, you know, albeit Aston Villa are, are doing an amazing job at the moment. Four wins out of four for them. Um, but to lose to a team that nearly got relegated last season, mm. it's, it's that's why everybody loves the Prem, I guess. It's just so um, unpredictable in that respect, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I guess this team will end up being similar maybe not in formation maybe not in um positions that they play in but similar to the one that played at the weekend against city to some degree um we've had a question on this game actually from uh arsenal fan circle who are at arsenal circle uh, go follow them on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe to their channel, Arsenal Fan Circle. Um, and this is from Ray. He says, do you play party or leave him at Colney to train and be ready for the Leicester game? Oh, sorry, I'm lying. He was talking about whether you're playing for the Europa League or not, not for Leicester. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Um, either way, which one do you do you play him for? Because I guess the sentiment still stands. We want to see him play. It's just which game do we, do we bring him back or in mm, for? Yeah. I guess the Leicester one. I mean, I, I I was fancying him to to play on Thursday, but I think he's too good to play on Thursday, and too much of okay. a risk to play yeah. when you know. Ultimately, our, our our big ambition is to get into the top four, and mm. or you know, and challenge for the title, or at the very least, try and challenge for a Champions League place. So. I'd rather not risk him because I think he'll have greater influence in the Premier League than he will in the Europa League in terms of what he can offer to us. So yeah. that's just my personal opinion. If he doesn't play Thursday, though, do you think he will play on Saturday? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if, if he's not going to start Thursday and then sort of be on the bench Sunday, you've got to start him, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, he's been playing week in, week out with at Leco, so you know the fitness is there and I'm sure he'll get up to speed quite quickly he's going to have a full week training with us so yeah I do I do think he'll he'll play yeah okay and and do you think we will revert back to either Orba going down the middle or having him still on the left but instead of playing a false nine we'll actually go with an out and out centre forward in you know uh, Lacazette and Ketia uh, well, I think probably Laka might start this one mm. at home. He tends to do well at home. Scored on his debut against Leicester, if I'm not mistaken. Ahead yeah, of after about three he did. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what do you think? I think Leicester are a counter-attacking team. You know, they'll try and hit us with Vardy's pace. Uh, Harvey Barnes, another one who's very quick. Mm. James Madison feeding them. So I think we need to have control in defence but control in, control in midfield as well um, what's that he's feeding is he he's feeding them that's right yeah yeah, yeah matters matters um, so I yeah I do think that it you know the thing with Leicester is I always think it's very end to end because you know we obviously we have players with pace and they've obviously got the players with pace so I don't know. It's a it's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's a tricky one. What's the matter? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Am I breaking up again? No, no, no. Oh. no I'm listening. I'm just listening. Um, 
I think we will go. I actually think we'll start with Nketia personally. Oh, do you? Okay. I do. Because I think they're going to play it around at the back uh, and then hit the long balls over for, I would say, the strikers to run onto. And I think Nketia is better than Lacazette at closing down from the front. You know, he's just a bit more nimble and uh, a bit bit quicker. Um, what, what? Yeah, what do you make of uh, Leicester using Fofana, is it? The centre-back that they bought from Saint-Étienne? And uh, obviously the he was a partner with Saliba. Saliba. Yes, that's right. I remember now. And uh, who can't get near the team at the moment. Yeah. Um, what what do I make of the fact that he's starting ahead of Saliba effectively? Well, yeah. like one can get a game and one can't. Yeah, when they're roughly the same age as well, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I think wasn't uh, Fafana more expensive than Saliba, but Saliba was lauded as being the next big thing. So it, it makes you wonder why was he more expensive if he was better? Is that just a change in the transfer market because we bought him a year earlier? Um. I don't know, maybe Leicester are in a different place defensively than we are. As I said, we've got, what, eight, ten um, defenders. Saliba's obviously going through a bit of a rough time personally with the passing of his mother. Young, moving to a new um, a new league, a new country, which I guess those points still stand for Fafana, but I think we've probably got ample defensive reinforcements and I'm not sure what Leicester's position is in that department of their own squad and whether that's why they've thrust them in. Um, one player that I always feel is underrated in the Leicester team is Casper Schmeichel. Really? I, I really rate him, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he can have really good games, but then I've seen him have moments where he just... You know, a bit like... Uh, Jordan Pickford moments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you think, mm, you should have saved that, but... Yeah, no, he's, he's maybe, yeah, he's a little bit underrated, isn't he? And, uh, and the other player I quite like for them is that Yuri Tillemans. Yes. In mid, midfield. Yeah. He quietly good. goes about his business, keeps the ball ticking over. Yeah. You know, and wasn't that expensive, was he? 20 million? Yeah, twenty. I, I want to say twenty-six million, but I might be lying. But yes, in, certainly in the twenties, I think. So mm-hmm. um, again, someone that maybe we missed out on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, we got to think as well when Leicester were buying him. Leicester were on the up; they just won the league. I think probably more attractive proposition so you could argue at the time. Say again. Predictions. Predictions, predictions. Uh, I'm going to go for a two-all draw. I they always they always score against us. Vardy always seems to score against us. I don't know what his record is, but um, I, I yeah, fortunately, I can see us conceding, especially with holding out. I assume Louise will be playing with Gabriel. So yeah. You? I'm going to go for a 2-1 win. Ooh, love your confidence every game. I'm positive, mate. <laughs> I'm a positive person. Um, okay. Well, we'll see what comes of that, I guess. Yeah, Oba's going to break his duck. His contract duck, I think. And, uh, yeah. 
he'll he'll bag one. Yeah. Who's getting the other? Oh. Uh, on the spot. Party. Uh, yeah. Oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be good. We don't really care who scores and how they no, score. No, like, no, we we don't, no. It's about good stuff. All right, we um we've gone through all of our questions that we received. So thank you to everyone for sending those in. That was um, very much appreciated. Nice mix of uh, of questions there. So that's great. Yeah. We are, as we said, playing Thursday and then we're playing Sunday. But we're going to be back, hopefully together, doing the uh, our usual standard of podcast on Monday next week. Yep. So um. You know, check us out. Check us out sure. then. Sure. In, the, in the meantime, Twitter, Instagram. That's where it. can they find us, Ange? They can find us at Bugles Pod. No, joking. No. That's more podcast we used to do. <laughs> it's at Blast Arsenal Pod. Um, so make sure you check us out on there. And we, well, look, we've just gone into the um, into the world of Skype, and we keep talking about doing a uh, a video. What's it called? Live stream, aren't we? So maybe that's something we'll do in the in the near future. We mentioned it in the last podcast. So it might be something we do this one. So yeah, yeah all good. Definitely. Again, right. pr- appreciate the the feedback and the, the love on Twitter. It's uh, it's amazing. Uh, very overwhelming, really. They're, they're a good good bunch. Yeah, they are. Thank you very much. We really appreciate yeah. your input. It's brilliant. Um, and yeah, sorry you've had to put up with, uh, with yeah. you know what what we've done, but it was either this or nothing. And we thought, hey, look, surely you're going to want something, especially after the uh, the very opinionated weekend that we've just had, and and everything we've got to look forward to this week. So um, until next Monday, thank you, Diddley. Thank you, and thank you to you guys for downloading and listening. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you and goodbye. Ciao. Bye. Blast from the Arsenal.